It's Wednesday, October 5th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, hey, McDonald's, I'm not loving it. I'm not loving anything you're doing. Plus, making your reborn doll sing Bohemian Rhapsody. Trini Burping Girl stuck her tiny dicklet in a shampoo bottle. And making a boob taco with your fat folds. All coming up today. Spanish commands. Eat me. Come me. Eat me. Come me. Eat shit and die. Come mierda y muérete. Eat shit and die. Come mierda y muérete. Fuck you. Chingado. Fuck you. Chingado. Fuck your mother. Chinga tu madre. Fuck your mother. Chinga tu madre. Go fuck yourself. Vete a chingarte. Go fuck yourself. Vete a chingarte. Get the fuck out of here. Vete a la chingada. Get the fuck out of here. Vete a la chingada. Shut the fuck up. Cállate el pinche hocico. Shut the fuck up. Cállate el pinche hocico. Go to hell. Vete al infierno. Go to hell. Vete al infierno. Kiss my ass. Besa mi culo. Kiss my ass. Besa mi culo. Piss on you. Méate en tu mismo. Piss on you. Méate en tu mismo. Suck my dick. Chupa mi verga. Suck my dick. Chupa mi verga. Spanish insults. Ass kisser. Lambe culo. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Love y'all fans. You haters can lick them my ball sack. Oh, fuck. My grandfather eating my ass. I came here for two things. To suck some heart candy and suck some dick. Yo, freaks, Tim back here with you for the Wednesday episode of DV. Got a great show for you. A lot of people have been messaging me about uh, this McDonald's promotion. You all know I'm a sucker for nostalgia, especially 90s nostalgia and shitty foods. So I could understand why you think this uh, Happy Meal thing would be right up my alley. McDonald's, for those of you that don't know, they're introducing a limited time adult style Happy Meal. What makes it adult in nature? Well, the promotion is in partnership with AdamandEve.com. Every happy ending meal comes with a mini version of a signature sex toy sold at AdamandEve.com, like Flirty Birdie's Nipple Clamps, Grimace When You're Whipped Tiny Flogger, Hamburglar Cock Gurgler Blowjob Trainer, and Mayor McTee's Feathered Taint Tickler. Collect all four at participating McDonald's. McDonald's? I'm loving it! I'm loving it! I'm feeling in my fucking cunt. No, obviously that's not the... If that was the promotion, holy shit, I would be all over that. That's an adult Happy Meal I can get behind. No, the uh, Happy Meal McDonald's is going with is in collaboration with Cactus Plant Flea Market. Oh, what the hell is even that? Guys, I know I'm not exactly young and hip, but let's just say young. I'm pretty with it. I know all about Dua Lipa. 
That's the app that helps you learn a new language, right? But all the kids are using. I have seen a lot of posts about this McDonald's adult Happy Meal. And without fail, the first comment is always, what the hell is a cactus plant flea market? No one knows what this is. Cactus Plant Flea Market is a streetwear brand, and it's not even that popular. Like, I went on their Instagram account. They've got, like, 300,000 followers, which in the grand scheme of things is nothing. Streetwear brand Supreme has 13.3 million. Now, that would be a collaboration. Cactus Plant Flea Market's little mascot is this uh, little guy that has four eyes, four eyeballs. So the toys that you receive in the adult Happy Meal are uh, McDonaldland characters that look melted and they've got four eyes. You know why this is an adult Happy Meal? I bet you they made these toys originally for children and it scared the fuck out of them. So they were just like, uh, well, you know, we'll just uh, give these away to adults. They might not have nightmares after they eat their Big Mac meals. I don't know. I just, I don't care. I don't like this idea at all. I feel like they should have went with something uh, people know, right? Package in a little mini Funko Pop. Adult nerds go crazy for that shit. How about a mini Lego set? Adult dorks are into that too, right? Now, I think that this will be successful for McDonald's because it's the first time McDonald's is doing an adult Happy Meal and people will just fucking buy anything, right? But the promotion could have been so much more. Also... I haven't checked myself, and, and I think it changes based on what market you're in, but uh, these things cost like $12. That's a lot for a Happy Meal or Combo Meal at McDonald's. Again, I'm sure people will pay for it, though. Uh, the promotion that I was initially more excited for happens uh, after all of this cactus crap. Back in the 80s, McDonald's introduced a line of Halloween buckets, little pails for, you know, your kids to uh, take trick-or-treating with them. You'd buy a Happy Meal, you know, all the stuff would be in the pail. And then afterwards, you know, you could use it to put shit in. Little uh, festive buckets in the shape of pumpkins, witches, ghosts. The ghost one was cool because it was white and black, which would be like the most boring because the other ones were like uh, orange or green. But the white ones glowed in the dark. <laughs> Glorious. Starting on, I think, October 18th or something, McDonald's will be once again selling these Halloween buckets. This is the promotion where people are losing their minds. They're very excited. A lot of comments about, oh my God, this was my childhood. Memory unlocked. Here's the thing. And once again, I'm going to burst your fucking bubbles. These aren't the same buckets you're, you remember. They don't even have, they don't even have lids. McDonald's cheaped out on this. And that's like the best part, the lid, because that's what makes it look like a pumpkin. Yes, there's like a, a painted pumpkin face on the side, but then the top has like those ridges and it's round. You know, it looks like a, the top of a pumpkin or the witch one had that the pointy top made it look like a witch's hat. It's got none of that. No lids. Why are you ruining my childhood, McDonald's? Fuck you. Fuck you, Grimace. Fuck you. Fuck you, Grimace. No, fuck you. Fuck you, Grimace. That was supposed to be Grimace, but I couldn't find a text-to-speech AI voice for Grimace, so I used uh, the yellow M&M, which, you know, is pretty close. Very similar voices. I was either going to go with uh, the yellow M&M or Jeff Goldblum's voice. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Tim Hansen. No, no, no. There's Jeff. Fuck you, Jeff Goldblum. Fuck you. Life finds a way to fuck you over. Ain't that the truth? 
McDonald's with the rare McDouble fuck, shitty adult Happy Meals, and shitty Halloween pails. It's the fall of suck. Autumn is ruined. I'm about ready to write the uh, entire rest of the year off. So help me God if Starbucks doesn't bring back their chestnut praline latte this holiday season. I'll blow my brains out. I'll do it on this podcast. I will commit suicide. You hear that, Starbucks? Do you want me to kill myself? Don't fuck with me. Love the chestnut praline latte. All right. Why don't you just kill yourself? yourself. How dare you use my own voice against me? I'm talking to you, Nancy Sanjacomo, Distorted Views executive producer and sound engineer. Well, there you go. Just my thoughts on McDonald's latest promotions. Please stop emailing me about it. I don't care enough. I don't like what's going on. I do not approve. All right, listen, I have got a a bunch of great stuff to share with you at the top of the program. First up, I'd like to introduce you all to Lil Peanut. This uh, was really a Miss May find, and uh, I I was fascinated. I feel like this is uh, Lil Marky the Next Generation. It's obviously an adult woman doing some sort of child or baby voice. Hold me close, hold me tight. Baby's real, wait to die. Let me know where I stand. Understand? Truly one of the worst sounds in the world is an adult doing a baby voice, in my opinionation. The sun is gonna surely shine. No time for that today. Blossom Russo, you take a seat. You and your bad fashions. weird thing for a baby to be singing, right? I was curious to learn the backstory of Little Peanut, uh, but unfortunately, Miss May didn't have uh, like a description when she posted this song. So I messaged her directly. And uh, of course, this is what I love about Miss May. She does the research. I literally just wrote, who the fuck is this little peanut you posted? And she was like, okay, let me tell you the tale. Settle in. This content comes from a Facebook page called Little Peanut about a scarily realistic looking baby doll. One of those reborn dolls. Of course, this was owned by some sort of barren woman, broken ass uterus, unable to have children of her own. So she, uh, you know, bought a baby doll and gave it a voice. It's the stuff horror movies are made of. Only a matter of time before she goes on a killing spree. And when police finally uh, catch her, she, she, you know, she's like, I didn't kill anyone. Maybe you should ask little Peanut about the murders. Ugh, I did it. I killed those bitches. I gutted those sorority girls like fish. Sorry, I'm getting derailed. Uh, this lady apparently uh, was from Wisconsin and she would do live streams voicing the doll. Later on, she added another doll called Ava from the same baby doll line. Then, abruptly, she deleted the baby doll content, and now she just talks about her life. Miss May says, including bathroom problems. I'm interested. We'll get to that in a moment. So there are a few videos of this uh, woman and little peanut that remain on the group. Looks like the new name of the group is Little Linda's 20th Century Nostalgia Corner. Little Peanut, we decided to do this Bohemian Rhapsody song via video. Oh, great. We're going to hear Little Peanut sing Bohemian Rhapsody. Stay live so we don't get any 
hollering from companies who think we're violating copyrights. I'm surprised such a little baby knows big words like copyright and concepts like infringement. This is what happens when you grow up in the age of social media. Well, you know, I am dressed for the part. Orange. Uh, uh, let's just get to the song. His little peanut singing some uh, Bohemian Rhapsody from Queen. Mama, just kill the woman. First of all, this song is not appropriate for a baby to sing. Second of all, I find it odd that she changed the word man to woman. Foreshadowing. Think about it. Who is little Peanut's mother? This middle-aged woman who's doing the voice. I think she's about to kill the baby doll. Press the switchblade against her head. Stuck it so far and now she's dead. Mama, I just just begun to go young I am. I don't know how much of this I can handle. I think I'd rather have the middle-aged woman talk about her constipation issues. Let me just fast forward a bit here. Easy come, will you let me go? Yes, we will we will not let you go. Let me go. Let go. I feel like the song is uh, slipping away from her. <laughs> can't quite keep up. No, we won't let you go. The only reason I'm sticking with this song is because I'm waiting for the part where it really starts to rock out. I'm kind of hoping this woman shakes the baby doll so hard the head pops off. For me. For me. She just has the kid dancing around. No baby doll decapitation. Consider me disappointed. All right. From insane childless spinster to happier material, semi-related. E-Fucked is back with a new compilation. This is some homemade porn, supposedly only fans material. The first clip features a white woman verbally abusing a black baby doll. It's just a little creepy race play. Nothing hotter than that, right? This is that uh, niche content only fans is known for. I know. She's holding the doll, sniffing its face. How much you enjoy being humiliated? Oh, okay. Well, if the doll is into it, then that's okay. This is consensual. All right. You don't have to whisper it. He knows he's black. I gotta humiliate you for your small penis. I can humiliate you for not having any fucking money. Like being a fat faggot. Hey, this is hitting a little too close to home. Broke, fat, F word, small penis. She's, she's hitting all of my most sensitive areas. We better move on. Later in the compilation, there is a super BBW who is uh, showing off one of her boob tricks. Now, what I find interesting, and unfortunately, I can't make this like uh, a featured image or chapter artwork because it's uh, considered nudity. Although there's nothing sexual about this. She's got tits and she's a big woman. So she's got big, you know, big, fat, floppy tits. But then underneath is a roll of fat that sticks out even further than her tits. And then even like below that, her stomach is separated into two because it's so fat. She's got like a six pack kind of like a six pack of flab. Maybe I'll post this on uh, distorted. Uh, what is it? At extreme DV, the not safe for work uh, Twitter account I operate. All right. Let's see what her trick is here. I could take my um, bathroom 
That's her back boob? It's there's so much fat. The 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 back fat rolls around to the front. That's that that's amazing enough for me. I could take my um back boob. My back boob. Lord. I mean my my fat wing here. Oh, fat okay. She she misspoke. It's not back fat, it's uh it's her fat wing. She's taking the, the, this is the the lower fat tit. The lower udder, I guess. So she's taking that fat and sort of like uh lifting up both sides to engulf her actual tit. I can take it and I can make what I call a boob taco. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the lower the lower fat, the wing is the is the shell and then the actual tit is the meat. <laughs> and I can take my uh boob and I can actually um smash it <laughs> with my fat wing and it creates a little boob duckle and for some reason I find that rather amusing <laughs> America's Got Talent Ding. now there are many little clips in this compilation I urge you all to check out efucked.com but the last one I'm going to share with you is just like a standard fuck scene black guy fucking uh, blonde bitch I mean not just a blonde bitch she's a little trashier than a standard blonde bitch I want you both to come in me we don't see the other guy. I just see the black guy fucking her from behind. But okay, I'll take her word for it. There's another man involved in the scene, and she wants both of them to come inside of her. I want you both to come in me. Fuck no. Why not? My two decide. Hmm? My two decide. We're going to need some papers for that. This is probably the smartest man to ever fuck abroad on video. He is not taking his chances. I love that he's asking for papers. He wants this shit notarized, too. Why not? My two decide. Hmm? My children's high. We're gonna need some papers for that. What? We need to see this shit certified. Are you kidding me? You think I want your baby, nigga? Well, you gotta go to the race stuff. Her feelings were probably just hurt a little. I'm so used to playing clips where, you know, someone screams or utters the N-word and then all hell breaks loose. Right? The white person gets knocked the fuck out, and rightly so. But then apparently there are some instances where white people are allowed to call a black person the N-word. Like, if they're inside of you, it's okay. Because this guy does not seem to mind. He's like, well, how racist can she really be? She's letting me fuck her. I'm going to let that N-word slide. What? We need to see that shit certified. Are you kidding me? You think I want your baby, nigga? I mean, I'm just saying. You got to be safe. <laughs> All right, so you're not wearing a condom, bitch. Okay, that's a good counterpoint. This isn't safe sex in the strictest, most traditional sense of the words. Still raw dog. I mean, he wants to feel something. Come on. Safe. All right, so you're not wearing a condom, bitch. Very true, but I pulled out too. <laughs> All right, pull out. You're like a little bitch. I think the black guy was more offended that uh, he was called a bitch by this woman than the N-word. But uh, there you go. Just uh, some select scenes from EFUCK's most recent compilation. Again, check it out, EFUCK.com. Moving on now. One of my favorite Utards is back for more. Uh, Burping Girl has posted a few new videos. Have I ever mentioned that I really enjoy her YouTube intro? <laughs> It's just, uh, pig squealing. And then, uh, you know, her face pops up. Simple, classic, to the point. You know what you're getting when you start a burping girl Andrea video. In this particular scene, she's showing off some uh, new goodies she purchased, including uh, Sour Patch Kids popcorn and some energy drink. The inevitable ensues. Let's give this little snack and drink a taste. <laughs> 
She's very good at what she does. Guys, if you are into females burping, I'm going to make a bold suggestion here. Go with a trans lady. Their plumbing is a little more manly, you know? That's what, you know, that's how they were born. So they can produce, I, I feel, better burps. I mean, Andrea is a perfect example here. She's uh, trying the uh, popcorn. Oh my God. She, she likes it. These are so freaking burping delicious. This video gives you so much. You get the burps. You know, you come for the burps, but you also get uh, some food reviews. If you like kettle corn, you're going to love these. They're very sweet. <laughs> A little salty. Not too much salty, but it's... See what I mean? Like, she keeps it interesting. She breaks up her review with some burps. Again, just very good at what she does. We even get a rating at the end. How many burps would Burping Girl give this? Uh, 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 well, that, that last one petered out. So is that four and a half burps out of five? All right, let's do that again. Oh. Uh, 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 oh, five oh. Burping Girl burps. What a professional. She goes back and burps another set for her rating. Color me impressed. Also, I respect Andrea or Andrea. I can't remember how she wants us to pronounce her name. I respect her because she hustles, man. In addition to her burping girl persona, she does real life vlogs where she talks about her life. You know, she's got a husband or boyfriend or something. And then also a wife or girlfriend. She herself is trans. Her girlfriend is trans. The boyfriend has a thing for trans people, I guess. And when not producing burping fetish content, she's also on OnlyFans fucking dudes. She works hard for the money. She's a businesswoman, a burping boss babe, and a filthy cum-guzzling whore. My kind of lady. In a lot of ways, she reminds me of my mom. Aww. I know. I don't think that's right. Shut up! Shut up, old woman! Fuck you! Fuck you! No, fuck you! I really need to get audio of my mom saying, fuck you, so I can get into a little argument with her. All right, listen, where are we at here? Oh, yes, I've got a clip here of Andrea, Andrea and her wife, girlfriend, getting ready for their OnlyFans shoot. So today, you guys, um, we just got ready because we're going to be filming an OnlyFans video because we're poor and we need to make money and we need to make these perverts come because that's our fetish. Correct? Hmm? You say yeah. Mm-hmm. Wife's not on board. So... Yeah, come, whatever, good. We have um, a FedEx driver coming over. That was FedEx driver. He's an actual FedEx driver. Okay. Um, he delivered a package to me one time when I had my beautiful-ass makeup and beautiful wig on, and he was kind of like a flirty flirt. What was that? So, shut the fuck up. So, I said, you want to do OnlyFans with me? He said, yeah. So, um, we getting ready. Isn't it crazy that, like, this is some people's life and at, at first i was like well it maybe i'm you know i'm not good looking enough for stuff like this to happen they have all these incredible stories like yeah i was just sitting at home and then the fedex driver came to deliver a package he took one look at me and then we ended up fucking right in the on the porch then i asked him hey do you want to film some only fans content he was like sure i'll stop by tomorrow i'll make sure to be wearing my fedex uniform some people must just give off in energy because i mean let's be honest andrea I mean, it's not like she's a supermodel or something. She's a big burping girl. Yet people knock on her door, and the next thing you know, they're banging. 
I guess so. That's the plan. It's going to be Andrea starring in a film with FedEx guy. So um, we getting ready. We have this cute little crossdresser too that hit me up. Oh sure. My boyfriend to fuck her, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so we're just getting ready. It's just going to be a quick blow and go. Um, it's a one-shot fucker. I don't want to spend all day on this shoot. One set, one scene. We're not going over budget this time. Hopefully I can get a video of him pulling up in his FedEx truck. It'd be yeah. fucking hot. That would be a good establishing shot. She's such a director. I told him to because he's he was um, saying he didn't know if he wanted if he wanted to wear his uniform or his jacket, whatever. Well, this has got to be a fireable offense. And I said that would be so hot. I said that's the ultimate fantasy, is you know having a cheating tranny wife at home sucking off the fucking delivery guy, and he's actually a delivery guy, so I think it'd be hot. By the way, the husband is just lying on the bed at this point, not even really paying attention. He's watching Star Wars. What a life these guys lead. That's what we're doing, and then we're probably going to get some lunch later. I don't know if yeah. me and my boyfriend are going to go out to eat and bring Chloe something, or we're all going to order something here. Because Chloe doesn't like going in public. Chloe is my spirit animal. Later in the video, we're treated to a story about Andrea's youth. It's like 10 or 11, and um, I was cleaning my room. I seriously do not know what had possessed me to want to stick my little dick in the fucking vacuum cleaner hose. Girl. That shit was amazing. I, oh. So I was just vacuuming and I was sucking up. You know how you get on the floor and you do the corners? So I was doing that and I said, well, I wonder how it feel. Put down my pito. So then I went like that and I put it in there and went. <laughs> and I said, oh, Lord. Oh, bitch, I came within two seconds. I'm not even joking. Two fucking seconds, my little dick came so hard. I mean, I don't think I ever stuck my dick in a vacuum cleaner, but I see, like, if you were a young kid, I could see the appeal. Like, oh, I hear all about uh, people getting their dick sucked. Vacuums do sucking. Let's give it a shot. That's normal-ish. When I was young, I was forever sticking my dick in everything. I'm not even joking. I would stick my dick in the hair gel tub. I would stick my dick, I would try to push, put it in the um, shampoo bottles. I would try to use a uh, little pill bottle, empty pill bottles. Um, what else did I use to put my wiener in? Uh, Play-Doh, Silly Putty, uh, Slime from Nickelodeon. See, me featuring Andrea just uh, should show you that uh, trans people are just like us. Who hasn't tried to stick their dick in a vat of hair gel? Or Nickelodeon Slime, you come home from school, parents are gone. You're like 13, hormones raging. Yeah, you try to stick your dick and stuff. So I usually had about an hour by myself. <laughs> I feel sorry for that cat and that dog. I'm sorry, what cat, dog, what? We're getting into some weird territory here. <laughs> what did you do to cat dog? Not I'm just kidding. <laughs> backtrack, backtrack, backtrack. Maybe trans people aren't like us after all. Her final story is about how she learned how to make clay, I guess, in school. So she went home and fashioned a clay dildo. I put a little red condom on my um, homemade little clay dildo. <laughs> and I went to the bathroom and I stuck it in my ass. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt. I didn't like it. <laughs> I made it too thick, I think. I don't know. Because my stepdaddy was already fucking me, so my asshole was already loose. Once again, story's taking an odd, and uh, this time tragic turn i mean in what grade would you learn how to make slime or clay like we're talking mm, elementary school middle school that's when your dad was doing that to you hi galileo 2333 yeah so i had no idea why this was hurting i think it because i made it funky so 
Yeah, I was like, trying to stick it in my ass. No, I put a condom on it. Because I didn't want to poop on it. I want to get stuck in my asshole. All right. I think that's enough. I'm tapping out. Just a few uh, more stories from burping trans girl Andrea. Always entertaining and horrifying. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news right now. If you're enjoying Distorted View Daily, consider signing up for the uh, the Sideshow. That's DB's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this daily show since December 2004. There are thousands of past episodes. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive programs just for Sideshow Freaks. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Uh, memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. If you're just really focused or concerned with getting new Sideshow episodes, you can now uh, sign up for Sideshow Access inside Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just a few taps and uh, you'll gain access, get all the new episodes right inside the app. It's very easy. All the free shows, all the exclusive shows. Uh, check it out. Again, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you want to read more about membership options, go to distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, finally, there is one last way to continue supporting DV, and that is our Patreon account. Patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line. Uh, you call that number, you leave a message. I will play that immediately. Usually we're about a month or two behind on voicemails. You will jump to the front of the queue. Oh, what a perk. There are other tiers. Like if you pledge $20, occasionally I send out distorted view merchandise to you and goodies and stuff like that. So uh, check it out. Patreon.com slash distorted view. This is how I make my living. Thank you so much to uh, everyone who continues to support DV, both through Patreon and or the sideshow. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, man, this is the story that just won't die. No, kids are not shitting in litter boxes at school. Christ, man, that's not happening anywhere in the United States or elsewhere. School officials from two mid-state school systems in Tennessee... Yeah, this rumor has now spread to Tennessee uh, and the Tennessee Department of Education said there's no evidence to support a claim a Tennessee state senator made during a legislative committee meeting this week. And you know what that claim is now. Some rural school districts in Tennessee are giving litter boxes to children identifying as furries. I mean, think about this for a second. A rural school in Tennessee. You, you think they would put up with that bullshit? People dressing up like kitty cats and raccoons and foxes. You think a rural school would even um, entertain the idea of trans kids? None of that's going to fly in Tennessee. All right. Yes. Uh, the claim is that some rural schools in Tennessee are giving litter boxes to children, identifying as furries, a real subculture consisting of people who like to dress up as and in some cases behave like animal characters. Senator Janice Bowling. Uh, made the claims during a meeting of the Government Operations Joint Subcommittee on Education, Health, and General Welfare on Tuesday. Representative Mary Littleton first brought up the topic of furries while discussing the Tennessee Public Charter School Commission. Quote, do charter schools allow the furries to come as a furry into class, which is children identifying as cats or dogs? 
What a fucking dumb question to waste your time on. There's a reason why Tennessee is in the bottom half of education scores here in the United States. All right, so Representative Littleton was like, are there furries? Do you allow furries in the school? Uh, She asked that to the commission's chair, Tom Griscom, and executive director, Tess Stovall. Stovall replied, no, ma'am. Okay, because we're hearing that's a problem across the state now. So uh, I think it's a big problem, she said. It's a real epidemic. I think it's a big problem, she says, with absolutely no facts to back her up. She literally said, I hear, I heard, someone told me. And now that translates to, it's a big problem in the state. One person told her this. And it's because they, you know, they they saw someone from another state mentioning it. Then that was bullshit. Senator Bowling followed up with questioning uh, of her own on the topic, calling it a growing crisis. Unfortunately, I'm hearing this in my rural districts where maybe schools are not fully disclosing that they're allowing children who identify as snakes, cats, whatever. They're providing litter boxes for the cats, and obviously it's very disruptive to the learning process, Bowling said. If I was this uh, executive director, I would be like, I don't know how many different ways I can tell you that this isn't a real problem. This isn't happening. But even if even if Tess says that, Tess, we're on a first name basis, Ms. Stowell, even if Ms. Stowell says it, it doesn't matter because the senator's response is, uh, I don't I don't think schools are even disclosing the information. They're hiding stuff from us, hiding litter box purchases. <laughs> that's that's what schools are spending their money on. That's why we got to cut their budgets. I bet you that'll be the next um, talking point, right? I don't think uh, public schools need any more money. They're wasting it on litter boxes and kitty litter. Fresh dip. That shit's expensive. The local news in the area, News Channel 5, could not find any evidence to back up either Bowling's or Littleton's claims. Because it's not true. Uh, It turns out the claim about litter boxes in schools has spread nationwide, originating from, you guessed it, a Facebook post from someone in Oklahoma. Facebook has labeled the post as missing context while labeling some of the comments as false information. The nonpartisan fact-checking website PolitiFact gave the claim a pants-on-fire rating, a designation the group reserves for statements that are both inaccurate and recoculous. Various officials from uh, different school districts commented, there's no instances of this. Uh, That's uh, Zach Birdsong with the Tullahoma City Schools. We do not have any instance of litter boxes being provided, so it's not causing any problems, said Grant Swallows. Great name. Director of Warren County Schools. It goes on and on. It's not a thing. People are just using it to, like, old people scaring other old people. You know, it's it's like the the gay marriage thing. What do people say about gay marriage? You, you, allow, you start allowing gay people to get married. Next thing you know, some guy's going to marry a horse. This is literally the exact same thing. We can't allow trans kids in the schools using whatever bathroom they want. Next thing you know, there's going to be people who identify as animals shitting in litter boxes. It's like it's, it's, it's the same playbook. So funny. <laughs> we're, we're a nation of idiots. All right. Uh, second story we have for you. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Praise Jesus. Give me a hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dad, I hold my floor now. This almost fucked up state. Yeah, right, Shepherd, right. hear me now. Florida is almost fucked up. 
we got a story not about Florida man today. We've got Florida woman making an appearance. A 21-year-old woman in Florida, we just call her Florida woman, allegedly confessed to plotting and killing her younger sister, all for messaging and flirting with her long-distance boyfriend. This is some guy she probably has never met. They met playing Fortnite or like on a Minecraft server or something. Two dorks falling in love, and now it all ends in murder. Fatia Marzin was taken into custody last week and charged with one count of first-degree murder with a weapon, a capital offense. Most murders are caused by a weapon. Otherwise, you know, if you hit someone with a car, that's vehicular manslaughter. That's something else. But murder, you need a knife or a gun. I mean, I guess you could push someone down the stairs or off a balcony or something, but that's rare. Save yourself some typing. You don't have to say with a weapon. All right, anyway, so she was charged with one count of first-degree murder with a weapon, a capital offense for stabbing 20-year-old Sema Marzin, specifically in the heart. They put specifically in quotes because I guess, uh, you know, she targeted that area. She was really looking to kill. According to an arrest affidavit from the Orange County Sheriff's Office, deputies with the Sector 2 patrol unit at approximately 7.32 p.m. on September 26th responded to a 911 call about an aggravated battery via knife at a residence. The caller allegedly identified herself as Fatia, and she told the dispatcher that she had stabbed her sister at approximately 4.30 a.m. that morning. Okay, dude, it's like 7.30 p.m. Why even bother calling 911 at this point? She dead. She's been dead for hours. She was dead before lunch. Yeah, Fatia stabbed her at 4.30 in the morning. She called the police at 7.30 p.m. I bet you part of the argument was how her sister is always procrastinating really what set her off all right whatever uh so uh she called uh, at 7 30 p.m and uh when she was on the phone she said that she does not believe that her sister was alive of course not upon arriving at the home deputies and personnel with orange county fire rescue medic entered the home and found sema's lifeless body she was pronounced dead by medics at approximately 7.49 p.m., and Fatia was taken into custody and transported to the sheriff's office for questioning. During the subsequent interviews, Fatia allegedly confessed that she had been planning to murder her sister. Okay, well, that's something you don't want to tell cops, that this was premeditated. I think you'd get in more trouble for that, right? You've been plotting and planning. All right, uh, she was upset with Sema over Fatia's boyfriend. Sema was flirting and made advances towards Fatia's boyfriend, like via text or something. I bet you she sent that face emoji, you know, the one with hearts for eyes, that bitch. Oh, she got what was coming to her. Maybe it was something even more forward, like a peach and then an eggplant and then like the water squirt emoji. Pretty much means they were going steady, to use a 1950s term. Anyway, she'd been planning to murder her sister for weeks because she wouldn't stop flirting with Fatia's boyfriend. After multiple witness interviews, it appears Fatia was upset with Sema over Fatia's boyfriend. Sema was flirting and made advances. Fatia and Sema shared a bedroom in their residence, no privacy there, and would be able to see what each other was doing easily because of the size of the bedroom. Yeah, that's dangerous and tricky, cheating on your sister's boyfriend when you share a bedroom and a computer. Also, only Fatia had a driver's license, so when Sema wanted to see the guy, she'd have to ask Fatia to drive her. And, you know, he lived 300 miles away, so it was a whole thing. Fatia quickly put the pieces of the puzzle together. The affidavit further states that Sema and Fatia actually shared the same uh, bed in a small room. Investigators say that Sema and Fatia's boyfriend, who was not named in the document, 
both played a game. I knew it. I knew it was a, like a gaming situation. Uh, they play a game called Valorant, a free first-person shooter game <laughs> that also has a messaging function. That'll get you in trouble. The two allegedly communicated often by sending each other messages through the game that became increasingly intimate. Mattia allegedly told detectives that she and her boyfriend had been in a long-distance relationship for approximately five years. Mattia said her sister Sema had been trying to steal her boyfriend for the past year. She a horny bitch. Mattia recently found out that her boyfriend would flirt back with the sister and told her that he loved her. Well, then, yeah, the sister had to die. Approximately two weeks before Sema's death, Fatia purchased a dagger-style knife set from Amazon, hiding the weapons in her closet and backpack. She also allegedly explained that she had planned when she was going to murder her sister, timing the attack for when she knew her family would be finished with prayers and sleep. They're religious folk. Fatia and Sema were asleep in their bed. They share a bed together, too? Jesus. One of them was bound to snap at some point. Very unnatural. Fatia said Sema was asleep in their bed that they shared when she began to stab her in the heart. Fatia admitted to stabbing her three to four times, specifically in Sema's heart. Sema woke up and said, what the fuck? And then the word help. Fatia only replied, stop, as in stop talking. I am going to kill you. The suspect allegedly admitted she killed her sister because she could no longer deal with the relationship Sema had with her boyfriend. Patia said that she was going to end her own life, uh, but then her family was able to talk her down. So I guess she realized she does have something to live for. A prison term of about 50 years. No, she hasn't been sentenced yet, but uh, it's not looking good for her. All right. Uh, that's what's happening in Florida. Finally today, freaks. Everyone, of course, feels sad from time to time. Other people go through, uh, you know, massive bouts of depression. If that's you, may I suggest more meat? Yes, chow down on some pork or sausage, beef, ham, whatever. Stuff that bloody death into your mouth and chew. Damn it, chew. It'll make you feel better. I've been saying that for years, right? You know who uh, depressed people are? Vegetarians. I shit you not. There is science to back this up. Vegetarians experience depressive episodes twice as frequently as meat eaters. That's according to a new study. See, study science by Brazilian researchers. See, researchers, scientists published in the journal. See, journal, learny books, uh, the Journal of Affective Disorders. There's a positive association between the prevalence. Is that how you say that? <laughs> prevalence. Prevalence <laughs> prevalence of depressive episodes and a meatless diet, the study reads. Uh, scientists set out to investigate the potential association between a meatless diet and depression among adults. Surveying 14,216 participants uh, aged 35 to 74 years over six months. This seems pretty ex extensive, right? 14,000 people, wide age, uh, a span of ages there. Over six months, they were evaluated using the clinical interview schedule revised instrument. What the hell is that? Well, it's a tool used to diagnose common mental health disorders. Is there an online version of that available to uh, TikTok users? All those idiots thinking they suffer from mental illness? Vegetarians were found to have double the number of depressive episodes as meat eaters during the same period, even when variables such as smoking, alcohol intake, and physical activity were taken into account. A number of other studies suggest a distinct correlation between mood and food. 
In 2017, researchers looked at the diets of folks with major depressive symptoms and found that people with depression uh, who followed a diet high in whole grains and lean protein and low-fat dairy and plant foods were four times more likely to be in remission than those who ate ultra-processed foods. Well, I don't like the results of that. I just want to eat meat and ultra-processed foods. That's what makes me happy. That's what keeps me from getting depressed. Little Debbie zebra cakes and double bacon cheeseburgers. Another study published in 2019 found a correlation between a Mediterranean diet, like uh, falafel, that that type of Mediterranean, or like uh, pasta or something. Uh, anyway, they found a correlation between a Mediterranean diet with fish oil supplements ugh, and reduced depression. While eating animal protein may be associated with happiness, plant-based diets have long been associated with a lower risk of heart disease. So you're going to be happier, but you're going to die sooner. Isn't that a fucking cruel twist of fate there? You eat delicious foods, you die young but happy. Those people with uh, steady diets of uh, wheat, grass, and kale, they're going to live to be 100, but they're going to be miserable the entire time. I guess it all depends on what you want to get out of life. Pick your poison, freaks. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All righty. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. Uh, I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Don't forget, we've also got a Discord. That's where all the freaks are hanging out. Check it out. Uh, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Use that as your invite in. All right, let's check in with some freaks here. Yeah, hi. Uh, this is Bunk. Hi, Bunk. I've called in uh, into the voice line a couple of times before. Hey. And I was just listening to um, the Tuesday Sideshow. And in the segment where you were showing uh, the husband and wife playing a video game. Yes. Uh, for those of you who are not sideshow members, I was playing a clip of uh, a, a husband and wife gaming together, streaming on Twitch. And uh, she apparently wasn't a very good gamer. And he spent about a minute screaming at her. <laughs> it was a domestic situation. Uh, this girl's name was Suka. Yes. And Suka. as a Russian, I'm I'm Russian. Suka means bitch in <laughs> Russian. So the whole time he's calling her bitch in your language. And so while I was <laughs> listening to that segment, to me it sounded like the whole time this guy was yelling at his wife and saying, you fucking bitch. Why were you in there and looting? You fucking bitch. You can't play the game. Or I'm sure that's what he wanted to say, but he realized he was on stream. Whatever he was saying. On camera, Just, yeah. Uh, just thought that was fucking funny, and I wanted to mention that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Bunk, for the information. Hope you're doing okay over there in Russia. Hope you're not being, you know, uh, sent off to war or something. You sound like a very young, able-bodied individual. Why aren't you fighting for your country? What the hell's wrong with you? If the Kremlin is listening to this call, go after this guy. Find him. He's trying to flee. He's deserting you. I'm going to get you killed, Bunk. <laughs> I'm going to get you killed by your government. I'm just kidding. Kremlin, if you're listening, this man cannot fight. He's in a wheelchair. He's a crippled. Can't hold a gun. He's got those mangled fingers. All right. Uh, let's do one more real short voicemail. Hey, Tim. This is the real Rape Van Winkle. Okay. Not that fucking poser, incel bastard, Johnny Young. I was listening to your May 20th, <laughs> 2022 episode. Yeah, Johnny Young is behind bars now, right? Where he featured that incel dude that goes around and insults 
women and then sprays them in the face with pepper yeah. spray. Finally got in trouble. He kept on calling him Rape Van Winkle. That's my fucking name, buddy. You don't make that stringy-haired incel <laughs> have a glorious name like Rape Van Winkle. He did have stringy hair, didn't he? My I noticed that. Name. My fucking hand. Okay, I'm sorry. It. I'll I'll right. go over there and I'll fucking rape you. You are, the, my... you are the true Rape Van Winkle. Distorted View regrets the error. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Because my stepdaddy was already fucking me, so my asshole was already loose. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I will be back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. So it's a great time to sign up. Again, membership's very inexpensive. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody! This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.